podcast we are on episode 28 unfortunately this episode was supposed to come out last week but um i did a mass recording of the last of us 2 which ended up taking almost a terabyte of a hard drive and um ended up doing like a little quick clean and i think that quick clean deleted the episode but clean the podcast (laughs) pretty much but so we're going to just reiterate what we talked about last episode but also add a little bit more news that came out this week and you know there's a lot of it even though we are going to talk about the playstation event there's a lot of shit a lot of crazy stuff going on in the gaming world um but as y'all know we have our uh co-host vulture uh mm-hmm. schooms can't be here at the moment because he's in the process of moving so occasionally we're probably going to have a, like a other people in the community take his spot because um even though he's in the process of moving, he might not be here for like a good month. And with that being said, there's probably going to be like three episodes where he's not here. But in his place, we have uh, Just to Connect. I wish I could clap, but I have fucking RTX voice on, so you won't hear it. <laughs> but, um, Listen, I can clap. Yeah. Woo! He wasn't, he wasn't using his hands. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Just Connect has been a part of the community for probably going on like oh, half a fucking decade. Um, he is a about. YouTuber. A uh, he is. Damn! Come uh, on! Come on! No, I'm just kidding. Get depressed! Like, come on! You can't say that. Yeah, he's, he's a YouTuber. Right. He's a uh, he's a uh, video game collector. Loves Nintendo. And I'm gonna try to. Clap it up, Vulture. Clap it up, because I can't clap. I already, but I already clapped. But I didn't say his piece, and then you clap. Uh-huh. No, it's alright. I'll throw in a clap, fucking sound effect in it. Thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> make make the whole make the whole audience like make it make it make it big, make it big. We're gonna leave all uh, of his um description, all of his uh, social media links in the description. Anybody who wants to check him out. Oh, uh, by the way, everybody go to his Ninjala video and criticize. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Facts. Oh, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that link to the video if, in case anybody wants to see the Ninjala content. Most likely, make this podcast. Claim, this make podcast fun of him for claiming that it's an actual Ninjala gameplay when in reality it's just a beta. No, no, no. This video, this podcast happened. should be out before Ninjala drops. So check that out. Um. Also, shouts out to the uh, Patreon supporters. Once again, thank you for that. I think I didn't do it last episode, so my bad, but shouts out to you guys. Also, thank you guys for um, 300 listens. I have no fucking idea how three episodes ago we were at 220, and then now we're at 300. I don't know if somebody de- fucking view botted one of the episodes, but <laughs> thank-, thank you all for 300 listens. Um. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we also gotta apologize to Kyle for last episode because he was on the last episode that got deleted. Yeah, no, but that was the second episode, so at least we got him on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. I mean, on yeah, an episode. we got him on once. We we're gonna have to get him back on another episode. He's yeah, a really good host, or co-host, guest host, whatever. Yeah, you, you saw how you trying to play me, right? <laughs> what? Nah, man. Listen, you know, I'm just being a generous host. You know, acknowledging the mistakes of our main. <clears throat> I mean, you right. You right. I take it. I'll take it in the butt. But, um, so first up, <laughs> first, first up, we got, um, PlayStation news, PlayStation, as you all, as you guys know, I think it was about a week or two ago. I don't know the exact date, but you know, they showed us the PlayStation five. They showed us the games that are going to be coming to the PlayStation five. And at the end of the event, they showed us how the PS five looks. 
Um, a lot of people were a fan of it. A lot of people weren't. I personally like how it looks. Uh, how y'all feel about how it looks? I said this before. It looks like a freaking router. And before anybody says I stole that off of Reddit, I didn't. I made that joke first, and immediately after going on Reddit, everybody else made it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody would accuse you of stealing that. Like it's just it's that's just what it looks like. I, I feel like it's one of those things that everybody looked at it and collectively went like, "Is that a router? There's some routers now. <laughs> Where's the console? <laughs> uh, oh, the PlayStation mm-hmm. router." The PlayStation router. Yo, imagine. Uh, oh my goodness, it, it, I feel like it wouldn't it wouldn't be as good. <laughs> Probably but not. I uh I I don't I don't hate it, but I also don't don't really care too much for it. It looks futuristic. I do I do like the fact that it looks futuristic, and it definitely looks Yo, PlayStation. I just came up with an idea. Yes. What if they just made like a like a PlayStation console? But it was kind of like a like a in-home cloud thing. So you put all of your games on it, but you just stream it to devices in your house. It sounds like the Stadia. It sounds like no, it's but, it, but it's better than Stadia. <laughs> no, listen, I, I I knew you were gonna say that, but it's better than Stadia. <laughs> it's better than Stadia because Stadia, like all of the stuff, is at their their facilities. So you have to stream it, you know, it has to go from Stadia to your internet provider to back to your house. And that's where all the latency comes from. When it when the device is already in your house, it's, oh. it's already a part of your network. Oh. It, it could be like the you know those cloud storage things that you keep yeah. in your house. That that one that I bought that one time and I thought it was a uh uh the what yeah. was it? Yeah, it, it wasn't what you thought. Yeah, I remember that. That was hilarious. <laughs> but imagine they had like a PlayStation like cloud storage thing. You, you buy all of your games on it. You plug it up directly into your router through Ethernet, so it's stable connection. And then you just stream the games to various devices in your house to like whatever computer or laptop or whatnot. That would be great. I I, I had that idea a while ago. And I was gonna say like on the podcast like 15 episodes ago or something like that, but I I completely forgot. I, I'm surprised they've never done anything like that yet. Yeah, yeah, that 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 would be great. Uh, people would be asking for a lot though. Like 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 the, everybody would want all five uh the generations of PlayStation games on there. Uh, which would work. It would definitely work. But I just don't know if Sony would give that to us. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's the big thing, though, right? Is would the companies actually give us what we want in this? Yeah. Obviously, the potential is sky high with something like that. But yeah, but um, one thing one thing I didn't notice until now is that it's coming with what is this a, a PlayStation Eye or, or whatever the hell they used to call the, that the webcam thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did 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 the five have that? Because I don't remember that. The four, or the I mean, the four, yeah, the four. Did the four have that? Because I don't remember. I don't think it came with it. Oh, but... no. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. But um, what we're uh, interested in, because we still haven't got it prior to the episode being like, you know, deleted, of uh, how the UI would look. So everybody's kind of speculating on how the PlayStation 5 UI would look based off of how the. Based, based on the transition from PS3 to PS4. Um, a lot of people are saying that PlayStation could stick to what they, you know, pretty much don't fix what's not broken. It kind of just make it look prettier, but still keep that, you know, kind of like fo- mm-hmm. not folder thing, but you know, like the, just the lane with you know, music, games and shit like that. Um, I mean, right. like I agree. 
I mean, a little change to a, a next gen console would be preferred, kind of like how 360 did to the Xbox One. Even though 360 changed their fucking UI like five times every the generation. The one. Oh no, the 360 and the one. Like the 360 went from like having little folders to having the blocks to having the, the little slide blocks. I and then haven't the extra... used my 360 in so long, I don't even remember. But yeah. I do remember the one changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then the one also changed a lot. So you know, Sony always kind of like kept what they had but just added on to it so yeah i i kind of hope that they keep it the same we're adding a little twist but mm-hmm. you know we'll see what they really change overall i, I feel like imagine. this has not been the gen for for console layouts though for console uis <laughs> people had huge problems with both uh playstation and xbox ui yeah i do remember that i do remember that uh i think that it, it would be great if we could have options like like they mm-hmm. like they, they they they've been giving us like uh you know uh a while ago they released that uh that that background the theme where it was like the PlayStation 2 uh uh the towers thing the crystal towers that they used to have on the PlayStation 2 right. uh and then they also had like the uh the PlayStation 1 theme that they that they gave out i think it would be cool if they like like gave us options for like the layouts like like give us like the what it used to look like with the playstation 2 with the playstation 3 playstation 4 and then like have a new one and then just like come up with different ones like that that's probably like way too much i don't think they would do that but like that would be great if we could have options uh i'd like to see a new ui but that's always tricky because people it's always up in the air with that yeah Mm. yeah what could it be though? Like, what what would it look like? What, what could they possibly do? <laughs> right. It would look like your mom. No, um, <clears throat> that's actually a very good question. Doesn't each PlayStation UI look like significantly different from the last? It to me, it looks relatively the same. Like, like, yeah, like they have they have a line. Uh, ever since uh, was it? I, I don't even know. I can't even. I can barely remember what the, what the PSP two looked like. Oh no. Uh, yeah, actually, wow, no, yeah, is... the PSP. The PSP did start it, I think, because PSP came out uh before the uh before the three came out. And and both the, the three and the uh PSP they had the what they call it the XB something, the the X bar or something like that. But like they had the line and like you could move up and down, like it was like like a Y and X axis kind of thing. You like you, you move the uh move the bar left and right, and then each uh each tab or whatever had, had its own like line of uh, vertical line and yeah. then uh they did the, the playstation 4 it was it's kind of the same thing like it didn't have like the the vertical uh, uh lines you like you drop down and it gives you information on the game and whatever but it's still kind of relatively the same thing i i feel like it's five is probably is not gonna change that much unless they deviate from that yeah i agree i agree we have no idea when we're gonna get any news regarding that, but you know, just hope for the best. Or the price. Yeah, and no, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> transition into that. Um, next up, keeping it within the PlayStation news, uh, the price of the PlayStation Five has been uh, briefly leaked. Uh, even though this was last week, it was uh, confirmed that they said that the prices weren't correct, but we don't know if they're just saying that. To say it, or they are, or they actually aren't correct, you know, because the prices are actually really good. So the I, PlayStation I feel Five, like they are just saying it, just saying that. But go on. The PlayStation Five price uh, is four hundred ninety nine. It shows four hundred ninety nine euros and the digital three ninety nine euros, which translates to um, 
500 USD dollars for the regular edition and 400 for the digital edition, which would which would actually be good prices. Um, what I it's funny because seeing those prices are kind of just going along with it. I was thinking of how cheap people could get the PS5 and it not really breaking a bank because nine times out of ten, a lot of people are going to trading their PlayStation or their PS4 Pro to get said console. And if you have a pro by any chance, you're most likely going to bump into a deal like GameStop or Best Buy or Target where you trade in your, you know, if you get in a digital edition for $400, you're like, oh, trade in your PS4 Pro and get $250 off and get the fucking PlayStation 5 for $150 or digital edition for like $150, which would be great. So like these prices, I pray that they're good. I mean, I pray that they're correct because it'll just get, you know, it'll just get uh, the console will be in a lot more people's hands, and my bad. Hold on, <laughs> sir. <laughs> the console will be in a lot more people's hands, and it would um, and just pretty much affordable because we all know PlayStation prices were always not always, but questionable. But you know, really good price. But like Vulture said, I, I do, I do feel like they're just saying that it's not, but it really is. Well, it's because that price range is too close to what it should actually be like okay the, i said this on the deleted episode or whatever but there was a price leak for the playstation saying that it was going to be more like 5.99 and, and 6.99 or something like, or no it was 4.99 and 5.99 i think and they said oh no like that can't be the price because that price is too high it's like okay if that price is too high but you're also denying the $400 and $500 console, then that would leave your options for a, what a $200 and $300 console. And I, there's no way the console is going to be as low as $200. I might buy, I might buy that it could be $300 maybe if they're just really that intent on competing. But I don't know. Four and 500 just sounds like the most reasonable thing for them to do. I think they're just denying these prices because. Yeah. It's just, th- it just sounds too reasonable. I, f- I feel like, like the reason, like the, the prices leak. Cause like I- I've been seeing these memes where it's like Xbox is waiting for uh PlayStation. To yeah. Buy, and like PlayStation waiting for Xbox. Uh, I feel like the reason like the, the prices leak is to try to like, try to, but kind of like like in fighting games where like you, you like you 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 play footsie or or in like actual like fighting where you like you play footsie and you try to get the get the opponent to 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 strike. I feel like mm-hmm. that's what it's like a feint. Like like they 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 leak it and then Xbox puts their price out and then places like oh oh wait 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 this is our actual price. Uh, yeah, but it yeah, it does it does look pretty accurate though. I I feel like these are probably going to be the prices. Uh, I do know that uh, what last uh, w- when they released the PlayStation Four, they they lost a lot of money, and if they're struggling with with prices because of how much they put into the PlayStation or, or however much it costs to make the PlayStation, uh, it's it, I, I feel like it's going to be more five hundred than than anything, or or or, or like five or six hundred as opposed to like five and four hundred at the final price anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Wow, they lost a lot of money when they dropped the PS4. Yeah, it's like, uh, what was it? They, they, I think it cost like 
$50 more to make the PlayStation than how much they sold it for. So for every for every PlayStation they sold, they lost like uh like $50 and or something like that. I, I yeah, I think it was 50, 50 or 100. I'm pretty sure it was 50. But yeah, like for every PlayStation they they sold, they would lose money on that. And uh that is uh, supposedly why they they started the uh the subscription, the what is it called? The the PlayStation Plus. Oh, Plus. I see. Yeah, to, to to make up money for that. Oh, okay. I see. That would be yeah. That that definitely like not knowing that that makes pretty that makes sense for them to do that because they would try to cover the cover the loss. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, cause I remember that. I forgot about that too. People were fucking tight. Like, oh, I gotta play for. I gotta pay for PS Plus now. Yeah. Like, I, it used to be free and. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just specify like, like like that's why they made it mandatory to to play online games. Not 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 that's why they came up with it. They 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 made it mandatory for for the four because of that. They wanted to make up that uh that difference. Yeah, I see, I see. All right, so hopefully we get. I hope we get something by the end of the summer because I mean we most likely will because once summer's over we have like three more months before it releases. So I don't think they're gonna keep us in the dark that long. But can't trust Ooh, these companies. You know what? I didn't think about this. If if the if the PlayStation is gonna cost like like five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. uh, how much is the controller gonna cost? I can see the controllers being like seven, like sixty or seventy now, only because of the features that they have. I would hope for them to keep it sixty. Like, oh, I mean, aren't controls like fifty actually? I think. Uh, I think like fifty, sixty. Yeah, yeah, they're usually sixty. Like, but like if they if they start being seventy or even worse yet, uh, Nintendo prices. Uh, oh, I can't. Lord. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Because the, man. Cause like, the I, consoles, I mean, the PlayStation controller, the Xbox up in their price would be fucking ridiculous. Because you can, I think you can use your old Xbox controllers. The PlayStation, um, they just added a lot more features to the controller, like having a mic on it, so you don't have to actually use a um headset, in a sense. Yeah. Not use a headset, but you can use your controller as a mic. So I feel like them adding features like that would probably bump the controller to like a sixty nine ninety nine kind of thing. I can definitely see see it. Uh, yeah, sixty or at the very least like sixty four. And I was already sixty four. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot about the controllers because I I love the controllers and I know they're going to come out with so many different types. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Mm, limited edition controller is going to be like ninety. I know I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but that reminds me exactly of when the ps3 dropped and people people had rumors of um that the games were gonna go up in price that that ps3 games were gonna cost like 90 or 100 dollars back then i think this was right before ps3 came out and everybody was like freaking out they're like oh no games could be 80 dollars that's ridiculous because back then they were 50 the games were like 40 50 dollars at the time this was right before they went up to 60 like hearing things like controllers and game prices and whatnot going up is is depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Especially like you guys already mentioned, Joy Cons are already ridiculous. It sucks because I gotta buy another Joy Con. I wasn't even talking about Joy Con. I was thinking about the the pro controllers. Them shits are like eighty dollars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shit, it makes you think like a lot of fucking Nintendo shit. Accessories are hella pricey. Did it wasn't the dock like fifty, sixty dollars or something like that? Probably. I, think, I, I thought it was forty. I got, I got double. You know let me double check that? Because I think the dog was also it. was. I'll just say it was a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you just cover everything. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's everything. Everything's a hundred dollars. 
I'm actually curious. I feel like the dock was pretty pricey. The dock is that yeah, the dock was ninety dollars. What? Yeah. I saw, I knew that shit was pricey. Wait, the dock for the Switch? Yeah, huh? Ninety dollars. Like officially wait, wait, on the wait, website. What? You can probably wait, wait. <laughs> Yeah, you go to GameStop.com, y'all ninety dollars. Well, this is pre owned for for seventy. But, um, yeah. <laughs> what? I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, year, like a couple years ago, I seen that because I wanted to get a new dog, and I was like, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. I ended up getting like a generic one off, off Amazon. But yeah. Oh, Bro, like, Nintendo's out of their freaking mind. Are you serious? I had no idea a dock was that much. Yeah. No way. I mean, that you never really need unless you like, that's that shit like really breaks. But yeah, if you want another dock, yeah, I, you... I, I can't. If you want another dock and a controller, you're shelling out almost two hundred dollars, like before tax. It's like, how wait, how much is the individual Joy-Con? Just a, a uh, fifty. Joy-Con is fifty, right? Mm-hmm. The bundle is eighty. So if you're getting Joy Cons and a dock, you're spending like a hundred and seventy something dollars. Why are Joy Cons so high? Yeah, the I've features it has in it, yeah, the the HD motion, the sensors, all of that. And they're te- and they're technically, I mean, even though I'm not trying to justify, but they're technically. A controller, like even though you ideally you want to use both of them, they're technically like one controller. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, I was, I was using gonna... an individual Joy-Con. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say that 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 they're, that they're technically like each are technically one controller, and and it's like like technically like like they're cheaper than the normal controllers, but at the same time they're cheap anyway. They're 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 built cheaply. Like why are they co- that are they drifting co- shit? Yeah, that's yeah. You're right. Oh my god, that's exhausting. Just to know about facts. Hopefully, PlayStation doesn't do that. I know we were, I know we were talking about Sony and end up fucking clowning on Nintendo. Oh my god! But hopefully, that's not the route the fucking PS5 goes. But um, on to other news. Uh, PAX West is now creating a uh, digital event called PAX Online for obvious reasons. You know, we can't. Nobody's really. You can't really fucking be in big groups because of COVID. So. You know, yeah, you we kind of seen this so one coming. Me. Facts. Um, PAX West and PAX Australia have announced PAX Online, an all-new digital virtual event. Uh, PAX Online will take place September 12th to 20th and will be free to attend. PAX Online has promised nine days of live shows, game reveals, and exclusive hand-on demos, and esports tournaments. It is the official replacement of PAX West and PAX Australia, which will no longer take place due to, due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Um, we're probably just going to get, uh, now that we've, um, seen announcements of games, we're probably just going to get sneak peeks, a little bit more info on set games, possibly some demos for games that are coming out at the end of the year. And, um, cause I doubt they're going to have like, I mean, it depends. Cause I doubt they're going to have the fucking consoles there, the, the new consoles there for you to play games that are played on them. But I mean, like I said, I'm talking as if we're going to go there. So I actually retract that fucking last sentence, but <laughs> I'm, I have no idea what they're going to be demoing because eh, who knows, you but know, it's whatever. It's you free. Know what I find this interesting because I don't remember if it was in this article or if it was another uh, article I read, but they're talking about a lot of these companies wanting to do these online only events from here on out. I'm Instead of just like having like whole conventions and everybody come out, like they they want to just do the online thing here on out. 
I think I've heard before that these conventions are like more trouble than what they're worth put together. Yeah, because it would be a lot better. I know we like talked about it, but it would be a lot better to just refrain from contacting, you know, contacting developers, contacting people to set stuff up, paying people, paying their employees, and contacting the, you know, the building owner and getting shit situated and yeah, like, setting, it, up, setting up the the setups and stuff. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Plus, you have to pay everybody. Like, like you have to pay everybody, and then you have to pay extra people that, um are needed for whatever their job is just to make sure that the whole event runs smoothly. Yeah. Then you got to pay for it. Yeah. And then honestly, you could cut all that. You could, everything could be ordered. Like I know a lot of people would say stuff like, Oh, you know, but what about merch? You can order merch demos, you know, it could be fucking emailed. Um, I mean, you can, you can even go as far as, you know, just streams. Like if anybody want to showcase their game, you know, stream it, let there be a, a particular site, like the PAX website, where you can link developer streams so they can, you know, if you're interested in that game, go watch it live. You know, you could probably, you know, with Twitch having um drops, if they're streaming it on Twitch, you know, like, oh, you know, come through on a Twitch stream. You could probably get, win a chance to play. I mean, get a chance to win a demo. You know, they could implement all those things and save tons of money and time and still get the content out there to the people. But, you know, I guess I can see as much as, you know, it sounds like a great idea to do that. I can still see them still having shit like TwitchCon and then PAX East and West because it's just, you know, being there, having people come together and well, see, that's shit the thing. like that. I feel like they would just have events like TwitchCon because something like TwitchCon is for everybody you just meet up, right? All the people you met online through Twitch communities, y'all come together and basically just have like a big group meet. Like that's basically all it is. But stuff like PAX and whatnot, like the invention of those conventions is supposed to be everybody coming together to learn about gaming news and stuff like that but we don't need conventions to learn that stuff and we have the internet yeah, yeah. About that. It, it, it it does um i mean like people i, I guess the one thing that that gets taken away is, is the the people meeting each other because i do know that that that's that's one thing that that early on back when i first met uh uh chosen and grab that's something that that we kind of depended on uh to meet each other like we were going to meet each other at uh what was it pax east yeah and well that never happened because like I, I kept losing my fucking tickets and shit uh, oh yo that's but, your uh, trash <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah like, like that's that's the only thing that i that i feel like is is uh would be uh uh what was it i guess uh, a minus um but like 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 people could just do that anyway one thing one thing i'm really curious about is is how exactly is this online thing going to work because they they say that it's going to be free to attend what does that mean free to attend like like because i'm thinking like it's going to be a a live stream and that's not something that you would normally say hey this is free to attend like well how how is this how, how does this work it could also just be like terrible wording on their part <laughs> just being weird. Yeah, those guys. Or maybe it's a joke. Especially because when you think of something like PAX, you think of you have to buy tickets to get in. So maybe that's just their weird way of reiterating, like this isn't a paid event. Like you can watch it. 
Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like like the that that's probably what the tickets were for to like pay for all that stuff. And now that that they don't have to do all of that stuff, there's no need to pay for tickets. Hopefully that's that's the case because I it, it would blow my mind if you still had to <laughs> if you still had to to pay tickets like in the future for for packs online or some 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 crazy stuff like, like that. The fuck. <laughs> you, can't, you know they won't be able to do that because somebody's gonna fucking one person gonna buy the ticket and stream that bitch on Discord or something. Because uh, <laughs> I would yeah, do that. Yeah. I know I know yeah, that's right. probably incriminating myself, but I would do it. The fuck. You got like you got like a hundred thousand people showing up, but there's like twenty tickets sold. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. This is <laughs> this is this is gonna be interesting to me though, because like they. I, I want to see how they're gonna do. They're gonna do the tournaments, the the game reveals, like all. It, it's a nine day event. Is it usually nine days? No. Nah, it's usually uh, just a weekend. Like three days, right? Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Was it the last PAX event? I think the they still did PAX East, right? Um, nah. I think PAX East was PAX East is usually in April. So I think they canceled it because every the lockdown and shit was like March. So I I don't think they yeah. I don't think they did well, that. I think it was the last PAX event. They actually started that one like a day earlier than usual. I remember maybe like last year they did. Maybe it was last year they did that. I, I forget. They started like a day earlier. I do yeah. remember some packs that starting a day early because, like, like I was at work and my manager was like, "That's happening now. Like that's still, that's not supposed to happen till till tomorrow or something like that." And I was like, "Nope, it's happening right now. I'm watching it." Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's this is gonna be interesting. Nine days. Hmm. Yeah. But so check out, look out for that. Um, before we go into the next topic, I just want to throw it out there that tomorrow, um, even though it's not confirmed, well, I mean, it kind of is confirmed. Tomorrow is the Steam Summer Sale. It's going from June 25th to July 9th. So uh, prep your wallets because there will be a lot of games on sale. And I'm definitely picking up a couple. Speaking of sale, I got to pick up Dark Souls 3. But um, yeah, look out for that. Um... But why not Bloodborne? I mean, I got the, I already got Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> um, next up, we can kind of skim through this because, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, whatever. Uh, Pokemon announced their um, um, what was it? The fuck? What was what was announced? The D- Oh no, oh, they were saying that the, the DLC was launching. Yeah. I was reading off of what we wrote because obviously when we wrote it that day, it had just the event was the 17th, but now that the DLC is out, uh, they were just talking about the level scaling and pretty much elaborating on the Isles of Armor. The level scaling is trash. It's so what, super hyper trash. So what is the level scaling? Like, like they, 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 they do it. So I read articles of people who tested the game and they said that they they asked if there was supposed to be level scaling because they noticed that the Pokemon's level in the wild area and the, the people you fought in the story, their Pokemon's levels were around the level of what their Pokemon were that they were using, like the actual player's Pokemon. Oh, what? And so they were asking, so they, they were asking the, I guess the Game Freak or Nintendo or whoever representatives are like oh so we see there's level scaling they're like yeah the the pokemon in the dlc their levels are going to scale however the game drops right because i was reading all this before the game dropped so the game drops the level scaling is trash basically it's badge based not the level of your actual pokemon 
those articles, I don't know what the heck version of the game that they were playing because they said like they had like level 70 Pokemon and they were fighting other Pokemon that were between like level 50, 60, 70. People have been saying that their Pokemon are like level 100 and they're fighting like level 50. Yeah, because I think when I streamed it the other day, I have like a team full of hundreds and like I was fighting like level 58 Pokemon 60 and um... I think Vulture said that he was like level like you well you find like level tens and shit at some point. Yeah, bro, I was fighting like <laughs> level twenty Pokemon, but all my stuff is in like the sixties. That's oh my god, he wants you to breeze through that shit, I guess. <laughs> and it's, it's like uh just just real quick, um I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that it's just badge based because even though I got all the badges, I still haven't finished the Pokemon League thing at the end of the game, which is why like i think my pokemon were scaled down but there were some people who they had started the dlc while they were in the middle of playing the story like they had only beat like a few badges or had a few badges and their pokemon that they were facing were all like level 5 level 10 level 12 crap like that so yeah, that, yeah so you're not you're not wrong at all so apparently uh uh the game came out and it contradicts Nintendo's earlier statement to IGN about how the area would scale to the trainer's party uh, Pokemon level up to even level 100. People are reporting in actuality the cap is similar to the mainland's original wild area, which is level 60, but with some Pokemon in encounters reaching level 80. The DLC seems to scale with badges as the original wild area does and can be started as soon as the wild area is reached. So I have barely played the game and even I can reach this. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, you can. That's okay. That's hmm. All right. Hmm. Which is partially why I said I kind of understand why people have complained about this DLC because the story is just there just to have one. This story's god awful. Like there's no way around it. It's trash. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Literally, this is a DLC just so they could make you pay to add extra Pokemon into the game and then give you Cup Food. Oh which my god. evolves into Urshifu and Urshifu, you know, has the two different modes. He has the rapid strike and the single strike, which rapid strike is water and fighting, rap uh, single strike is dark fighting, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, oh basically this, this DLC is just for extra Pokemon. The story's non existent. They sold y'all a filler arc. <laughs> I mean, Pretty much. A two episode filler arc. Oh my god. Pretty much. Huh. I, oh, I, I thought that it was gonna. You can't what? I said if you can even call it that much. <laughs> I thought that it was. I thought that it was gonna be something that like 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 literal after uh, uh post game content. Like you couldn't reach it yeah. until you beat the uh, elite four or something. I definitely thought that's what it was gonna be as well. That is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I haven't beat I the know. DLC yet, so I, can, I, I I'm taking your word on it. I'm still gonna finish it, but. It, it does make me feel dumb kind of in a way, though, because I definitely like rolled my eyes at the Pokemon community when they were incessantly complaining about this before it even came out. But then like it dropped and this is literally just DLC so that they can give you extra Pokemon that weren't in the original game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't even like say that this story that it the DLC is for the story. This story is so non-existent unimportant and so minuscule that it, like there's no other reason for it to be here except that they threw it in so that people wouldn't complain it's 
it's funny because like I thought that this is what everybody already understood. Like like even like before the game came out, like everybody was speculating that that they would release the extra Pokemon as as DLC. I thought that right. we knew that it was just, just going to be like just Pokemon. Like the the story thing is a surprise. I didn't know this was going to be a story. But well, uh, I thought that it was going to. I I also understood that it was going to be for extra Pokemon, but I thought they were going to add at least enough content like extra content like story or something or something along the lines of a story to make it worth it so it didn't just seem that they were just only adding pokemon they didn't they did kind of make it look like that they did kind of make it look like that <laughs> yeah they just didn't freaking try man this is terrible <laughs> jeez oh boy yeah, that's pokemon we love it and hate it um next up this is this segment here is pretty much the new news of the week mm. which is super crazy <laughs> so first up um i'm gonna talk about the, the the twitch suing thing before we get into the mixer stuff uh apparently i'm this one this article i'm gonna have to read apparently a twitch user is suing twitch for 25 million dollars over suggestive streamers which include a literally Pokemon and others. A Twitch viewer from California, Vulture Star Town, um, has submitted a civil complaint oh, seeking hell. 25 million <laughs> in damages from Twitch for exposing them to overly suggestive, suggestive and sexual content for various female streamers while using the site. So, based on the court, doc- well, I'm not gonna read the documents. Let me skip past that. Um, according to the complaint filed by the Superior Court of California. Astavella, which I think is the the person suing, suffered from several medical issues that require him to rely entirely on the internet for all his entertainment, as well as OCD and sex addiction. Sex addiction, which is which the uh, compliant, oof, which is compliant claims Twitch only makes worse. Uh, this was quoted by I didn't say. Oh, this is said. Oh, this is by him. Quote: Twitch has extremely exacerbated his condition. No, not. That's what I'm Exacerbated. Say it again. Exacerbated. I said exasperated. Yeah. Okay. My bad. This to- this quote is not from him. This is from his uh, lawyer. Um, of course. Twitch has extremely exacerbated. <laughs> what? Exacerbated? I feel like. Yeah. You said it. Yeah. yeah you got it. Okay. Weird. Exacerbated his condition by displaying many sexual suggestive women streamers through Twitch's twisted programming netcode. The compliance. The compliance status states, making it nearly impossible for the plaintiff to use Twitch without being exposed to such sexual content. Astavello, who is being who is following seven hundred and eighty-six female streamers and zero male streamers, according oh to compliant, argues that the site doesn't offer a way to filter streamers by gender. Therefore, he's forced to choose a game slash and or category and or category sorry and slash or category to watch with thumbnails showing these. Scantily held, what? Clad, clad. It's clad women alongside men, and being the only streaming channels available to him. In addition, Twitch also takes advantage of the plaintiff and many other sexual addicting viewers by allowing allowing them to subscribe, donate, or pay bits to these women streamers. It continues. Twitch uses this immediate gratification reward system against their sexual, sexually addicted viewers, no different from how a casino would. 
The complaint goes to several female streamers that claim continues to expose viewers who want to see people playing video games on Twitch, but instead get exposed to sexual addictive material. And there's a list, Amaranth, Pokemane. Only, only, you know, like three people in this list, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, just to end up the article, as we mentioned earlier, Astavello has filled numerous lawsuits against other companies before, which include, I think they said Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Uh, but it will be interesting to see how Twitch responds to how the scenario plays out. So what I get from this is that, because that guy's show based off his like mental his mental uh, issues, that he's suing Twitch because it's he's suing Twitch because it's making people want to donate, based because they they're showing Twitch is showing more of the sexual side when it comes to females rather than the gaming side and it's uh and it's like i guess they're abusing it to make people make these uh little dudes donate and subscribe that's uh, it's weird because i don't know how to word it because i completely disagree with this basically basically what he what he's trying to say is that twitch is uh trying to exploit people who who are sex addicts which is not at or all reach. yeah not at all true like like it's it's all we reach. <laughs> oh my god! Like that, it's it's ridiculous that he came up with this. Like it's 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 the fact that you are probably a, a sex addict, that you have seven hundred and eighty six female streamers that you follow oh, and no yeah. male streamers. Like I have, I do not have that issue. Yeah, I, I was, I was just about to say I literally <laughs> follow like two women on Twitch and I follow like a hundred people. <laughs> like what? Like I don't. I don't, don't have Oh my goodness, it's so crazy. Like I don't I don't want to make it seem like 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 it's it's not some kind of problem that he's having, but it's it's sure it's sure as hell not Twitch. Like <laughs> if if you have that problem and you see this as being a problem, you you got to leave the platform. That's you. <laughs> That's you choosing 786. I can't even think of that many st- female streamers. I feel well, like that I would even, be a I can't even think of that many streamers in general. I feel like so, that would be a, a big argument like Obviously, like why why not leave the site? Because because you could you can argue that there's plenty of other sites that you could watch people play games yeah. on. Because I mean, at yeah. this point, it feels like you're going on there to get a reaction. Like, kind of like you said, like uh, connect, like you know, you're you're going on there to see this shit purposely, and you're and it's like you're following them. So it's like you're keeping and you're keeping them at um you're keeping them in arm's reach to click the shit. But then complaining that they're like, oh, like, y'all, you know, you guys are doing this to me. Like, you know, you're the one following 700 something people. It's not like you're browsing through Twitch and it's all you see. And, but even at that point, you're like, you're clicking it, you're donating it. And I guess it's giving you a fucking, it's giving you the, you know, it's making you happy about it. But like, I don't know. It's just, it's really just stupid, in my opinion. He's looking for this content. Like, how are you gonna blame Twitch because you went out of your way to go look for it? Pretty much. Like, like this is so dumb to me. And you know what? Since Scooms isn't here, I'm gonna go ahead and be that guy. Th- what he's doing is he wants a reason to sue Twitch so that he can get a big payday. And he probably went and had some doctors that he probably persuaded to give him this diagnosis of his sexual addiction so that he could use it in court. That's probably <laughs> what happens. I, I feel like he probably he probably is a sex addict, but what what probably happened uh, is that he spent too much money 
And now he wants that money back. He spent too much money. He's probably in debt somewhere. He's probably about to lose his apartment or something like that. And and now he's like, oh, my God, I spent all that money and I got nothing for it. I want my money back. I'm not going to get it from these streamers, but I, I can probably get it from Twitch. And so he's trying to uh, trying to blame Twitch for his sexual addiction, which is crazy to me because like this isn't this isn't like it's only fans or anything like like giving the streamers money isn't doesn't generally as far as i know make them take off their clothes more you're not <laughs> yeah. getting anything you can get the same you can get the same effect by just watching them plus i've seen a handful of these streamers and like yeah some of them you know wear the low cut tops and short shorts or whatever there's some of these streamers on here don't dress like that at all like a lot of these female streamers, streamers yeah dress pretty normal you know they wear pants or leggings they wear shorts there they wear like shirts and tops that aren't like low cut at all like they they just dress normal like i what more do you want do you want them to not be a female like (laughs) i follow yeah i've been following a lot more like females lately and like i mean they just i don't know like granted he's looking for a different audience when it comes to that because he's like you say he's a sex addict i mean i personally follow a couple females chill talk play games i guess it's whatever but i feel like this is a fucking big reach he's not even trying exactly and while i feel like connect story is also highly like possible the only reason why i say that he's probably just had a made-up addiction like prescribed to him is because I think somewhere else in this article, didn't you say he tried suing multiple other large companies? Yeah, it was um he tried oh, he suing did. uh he previously sued yeah. Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, and Blizzard, submitted to formal court uh on June fifteenth, seeking a lawsuit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I feel like he just had this addiction made up. He probably paid off a doctor, convinced the doctor or something to give him I'm curious what he sued um the other companies for. Yeah, what did he sue them for? Let me look it up. Um what's his name? Eric Esther. These because, breast um... physics are out of control. <laughs> like, because the, the thing is with people like this who are constantly suing companies, like they they have no problems like going to a doctor, getting the doctor to falsify a a diagnosis or something like that. And then, you know, the doctor puts it on a piece of paper that this person has this condition and they use it in court to their advantage. I, I see that because uh, 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 I, I, I've definitely heard of that, too. But I, I've also heard of people who actually do have the conditions and they try to they try to exploit their own condition. So, like, I can right. see it going either way, regardless of which, like whether, whether or not he has the condition or not, it doesn't yeah, fucking matter. Like, he's, he's, he's clearly not even trying. Dude said zero male streamers. Like, dude, they're on the front page. They're yeah. on the front page. And I'm pretty sure the, the male streamers still dominate the platform. How are you not finding them? That's what I'm saying. Literally, you beat this in court by some the representative of Twitch literally telling him to pull out his phone and then go to any <laughs> random category and click on the first person there. <laughs> Yo, fuck the fuck the category. Just just take a screenshot of of the front page of Twitch. Boom, you, you we're done here. We're done here. Exactly. Like, there's oh so many ways for this to fall apart. <laughs> so based I, off I, I of um, fall apart. yeah, before we get up to the topic, his other lawsuits. Um, with Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, and Blizzard. Let me just read it off. I'm, actually, let me link y'all what it was. Let me put it in. I'm putting it in general chat. Um, I scrolled down a little bit until you saw seeing the bold letters, pretty much stating what he's suing for. But um, on his lawsuits, 
is I don't have any outside the game. Wait, I don't have any outside the game industry. Just actually one lawsuit from each major console maker and one for the PC. So there's four total: Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, Activ and Activision. Blizzard, sorry. Um, on what games he plays and consoles he owns. I own all three. Currently, my Xbox is out getting repaired. I'm playing Dragon Age right now. Mario Kart and Wii, yada, yada, yada. Uh, this is on why he's suing. I told this other interviewer that it's true. I actually have no friends. If anyone wants to test that, they can check my phone record, cell phone, and home phone. Uh, let's see. Wait, I that didn't really... Yeah, I thought that would I thought that would answer the question. I said why he's suing. It didn't answer the question. Um, yeah, suing why he plays online. Yeah, I don't. Let me see on what? end user on Sony and arriving price. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Got to scroll a little bit further. On Sony and arriving at the price of painting suffering. These uh, there's four cases. They're separate cases. I sued Sony because they banned me. They banned my whole console, which is like. A waste of five hundred dollars there because I can't go online anymore, which was one of my f ways of socializing. So when I sued for fifty five thousand, that was oh, something called uh punitive damages. But oh, okay, where you're trying to penalize a company, and that was what I was trying to do, penalize them for banning someone. If I was cheating or someone or somehow modified my system, then I could understand the ban. But they mm. simply banned me for talking, and I thought mm. they could. Be pe uh, I thought they should be penalized for that. Hence the wow. I know exactly. He probably got banned because dude was wilding in chat. He was probably calling everybody all types of n words and f words and just <laughs> probably yeah, toxic. Yeah, exactly. Just completely toxic. I guarantee it. I feel like that's probably the case with um the other stuff. I wish it was a, a clearer layout of this because they're kind of. I guess there's, there's someone interviewing him. Yeah, yeah, they're probably asking him questions and he's like not answering them because he's a weirdo. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, I, it's, I could probably just go on to fucking, it, the other reasons were probably not that much different, I, I'd probably say. Oh, 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 they seem different uh, on why he's suing game companies. What I wanted to do was exploit the weakness of each console and show that they're not impervious to flaws. Each console has a flaw and they should fix it or not do it like ban people on PlayStation or disable the homebrew channel or get rid of get or get a red ring. When I go to court about Xbox about the Xbox suit, I'm going to mention lemon laws. What? Ugh. That's that's what I'm gonna use against Xbox, and I also uh, subpoenaed Bill Gates. Why? But what? <laughs> but what I want? What? <laughs> but what I want people to know the most is that I'm not gonna file any more court cases because you know I think I've done enough. I just want to give power back to the gamer. That's all. People might see it differently. But that's all I wanted to do, so that gamers don't have to take it. You know, dude, this is no, I fucking don't. <laughs> it says WoW is actually harmful when they cancel your account or when any company cancels your account, like Sony canceled mine. Oh my goodness, this guy is real. <laughs> he exists. He He's walks this earth. <laughs> he subpoenaed Winona Ryder. What? Yeah, see, I was Why? That. He uh, what? subpoenaed actress Wyona Ryder and uh, the Pe uh, the or the Pechi, the Pechi's mode Martin Lee Gord to testify on his behalf regarding alienation. He explained that his health issues, which apparently include OCD, 
depression, and more mean that he relies on video games heavily and a little ongoing happiness he could achieve in his life. He previously sued Sony for being banned from PlayStation. Also, another lawsuit against Microsoft and Nintendo for 360 Red Ring of Death and Nintendo disabling the Homebrew channel in an update. Perhaps he'll be... Wow, I even know the Nintendo one. Dude said Winona Ryder knows about alienation because she read the book. Um, I know it's a little far-fetched as most people would see as where Bill Gates as where the Bill Gates one isn't because he's part of Microsoft. Yeah. I believe celebrity subpoenas where people don't agree with, you know, there's a wow World of Warcraft craze. I would give you the YouTube link about a wow kid who had his account canceled and he went crazy. What I want to do is bring national attention to not just that video, but I want to bring national attention to how video games are harming for, for instance, I'm not against gaming like Jack Thompson would be, but WoW is actually harmful when they cancel your account or when any company cancels your account like Sony canceled mine. It's just harmful to the gamer, and I'm trying to bring national attention. Hence why I subpoenaed celebrities, because they will bring national attention. What? So they have nothing to do with this. First of all, they have nothing to do with this, and you literally just admitted that. That's first of all. Second of all, the, the YouTube link to the kid, the WoW kid that he's talking about, that shit was fake, and it's been, it's been known that it's been fake for years. That wild up, he's talking about the dude. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the video. Oh, yeah, it's, no, it's been about with him from, that popular video where yeah. the kids spazzing the fuck up. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. That is fake, and it's and people have known that for years. And he's trying to use that. He wants to get that video fame. This idiot. Oh my god, you actually don't have friends. <laughs> you actually don't. Have <laughs> well, it would have made more sense for him to subpoena his neighbor at this point, like. Oh my god, he probably has. He probably did that for practice. <laughs> At least that person lives near you. Like Oh my god. For not being my friend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what uh, Yeah, this is gonna go nowhere. This is gonna yeah. I, I this guy's gonna be a meme. On to the a Eric Estavillo. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, be a, that he's was... gonna be a meme. On to uh next things. Next things. Um Microsoft is shut down mixer. Like immediately, like in de- like not immediately. Sorry, they announced uh, about two days ago, right? Two days ago, yes, that they're shutting down Mixer and partnering with Facebook Gaming. This came to fruition on Twitter. Uh, they just out of nowhere tweeted that Microsoft is shutting down Mixer, and will be moving to Facebook Gaming. Microsoft is closing Mixer service on July twenty second and plans. Move existing partners over to Facebook Gaming. The surprise announcement means Mixer partners and streamers being transitioned to Facebook Gaming now. Starting today, Microsoft will no longer operate on Mixer as a service in a month's time. And then Mixer's, you know, okay, actually, let me just read this first part off. Mixer has struggled to reach the scale needed for Mixer to compete with Twitch, YouTube, and even Facebook Gaming, which has led to today's decision. We started pretty far behind in terms of what Mixer's monthly active viewers were compared to. To the big players out there, said Phil Spencer. Microsoft had oh Microsoft had a gaming in an interview with The Verge. I think the Mixer community is really gonna benefit the broad audience that Facebook has to uh through their priorities and ability to teach to reach gamers in a very seamless way uh through the social platform Facebook has. That's such a fucking bit like fucking company business response. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft is partnering with Facebook and transition. To transition existing mixer viewers and streamers over on Facebook Gaming in the coming weeks, 
On July 22nd, all Mixer sites and apps will automatically redirect to Facebook Gaming. Existing Mixer partners will be granted partner status with Facebook Gaming, and any streamers using Mixer monetize... Okay. Um... I, I'll, wait, I'll wait till we get there because there was something I was talking about when this happened and I was misinforming people, but I, I'll get there. Any streamers using the Mixer monetization program will be granted eligibility for Facebook's level up program, which is pretty much the same. You get monetized like with their, they're, they're called stars, which is like equivalent to bits or equivalent to their embers. You get that stuff. Mixer viewers with outstanding ember balances, channel subscriptions or Mixer Pro subscription will receive an Xbox gift card credit. Now that sentence, I was telling people that they were giving gift card credit for streamers who had a balance that wasn't be paying out. I I misread it and it, it was mixed of viewers, which is still crappy. Um, it was mixed of viewers who had Ember balances or channel subscriptions. You they would get Xbox uh gift card credit. I thought it was streamers. So I was telling people that, so that's my fault on that. Their biggest reason for moving to Facebook, uh, uh was for um XCloud gaming streaming services. Uh, in its overall gaming efforts, Microsoft will work closely with Facebook to bring xCloud to Facebook gaming, allowing viewers to click and immediately play games that people are streaming. It's a vision that's very similar to Google's ambitions with Stadia, but Mixer itself has lacked the scale and viewership to truly deliver this more broadly. Microsoft recruited exclusive streamers like Ninja and Shroud with big deals, but they haven't been they haven't been enough to get people over to uh, the service over its rivals. Ninja and Shroud and other top streamers are free to rejoin Twitch or stream on Facebook. I'm ended there. Um, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. Um, I know when we were in Discord and we were talking about it, didn't Phil Spencer just meet have a meeting with whoever was over Mixer like the day before they got shut down? Millie, yeah. 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 I, I guess we no, can no, talk no, about that a little bit of. too. It it was the same day. Yeah, it was the same day, bro. What I want to know what the heck happened in that meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think no one knows yet, but I'm, I'm gonna talk about that a little bit too. Um, so yes, Facebook Gaming, uh, mix Facebook Gaming acquired Mixer. Um, a lot of people, I, you know, I don't, I get that companies feel like with Facebook scale, they can, you know, do what they have to do with X Cloud to get more people on it. But they are completely tone deaf to the community because everyone could tell you no one cares about Facebook gaming. Like, yes, it's, yes, it's big, but no one takes it serious. No one's not going on Facebook to game. And we get that Facebook is big. That's why it's out there. But no one cares. So they're doing this and they're like, oh, you know, like, don't worry. We're going to have your partnership over there. But it's how they did it. They kind of just like no one knew. And apparently after reading some articles, not even people who work there knew. So it's fucked up because not only as, from, from a streamer point of view, everybody lost their source of income. It has to start over. And from the business point of view, people fucking lost their jobs in a, in a state of the world where it's hard. Not only is it hard to find a job, but, you know, people just, I don't know, you just like to fucking lose your job immediately during this time is fucking terrible. So. So for Mixer is getting, I mean, Microsoft is getting shit now. And I just don't, I just, it was kind of, it was fucked up. Cause like, like you guys know, who listen to the podcast, we, we've always been rooting for Mixer. Um, you know, we always knew it wasn't that big, but we always felt like it was one of them things where like, it was just, it was slow, you know, it was, it was getting there. We just had to let it settle in the world of streaming and that something was going to pop off 
despite all the issues they had inside of the uh, company, we always thought it was going to pop off. They're going to drop some shit, bring up the speed. But for them to kind of completely just dump dump it, leaving the mixer partners, the, oh, you can come to Facebook, is is fucking, is fucking terrible, bro. That shit is a mad trash. Man. That's... And the thing is... Something had to happen in that meeting because they just shut it all down. Like, like you said, they didn't, or the employees didn't even know that's what was going to happen, which means they weren't planning this for a while. Like, this had to have happened abruptly. Unless Microsoft was kind of just like, all right, you know what? This mixer thing is not doing nothing. Let's just get rid of this. And so they, unless Microsoft, like, them on their own would talk about Mixer and like mixing Mixer amongst themselves, but never let anyone at Mixer know what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so for for the viewers, the, I want to um quickly read what Volch is talking about with um a um like a meeting that like someone had with Phil Spencer, which kind of like which was bad on Mixer's part because they they went through this. And then to immediately fucking close down is a super fucking bad look. I'm gonna just read it quickly. Uh, someone who worked who worked in um, who worked for Microsoft, sorry, Mixer team, and their experience and shit like that. So his name is uh, Millie. His, uh, his uh, Twitter handle is uh, uh, Milan K Lee. Uh, he's a um, he was I guess at the, he was the only black worker on the team. And this is his fucking experience. I'm going to read it word for word. So I've, I've gone back and forth with how I wanted to share this information. I've debated doing a video and just letting my emotions come across raw and unfiltered. But I believe the best way to share this is to write how I feel. I worked at Microsoft for two years, starting in 2017. In 2018, I, re- I relocated to Seattle to work for the Mixer team. I was beyond happy and anxious to have the ability to finally work in the gaming industry. The flip side to all of this... It's crazy. The experience was way worse than I've ever had professionally, and it's all due to racism. Number one, I was the only black. Pe- I was, I was one of the only black people working at Mixer during my ten- tenure. While at a conference, I was pulled aside and told that the only reason I was hired is because I am street smart. The first thing that popped into my head at the time was affirmative action. I believed I was only hired to meet a, di- a diversity goal because I was black. Always, anyways, I decided to brush it off and let it go. Second instance, time goes by and we're in an internal meeting discussing projects we wanted to execute. My manager decides to give us an analogy. That analogy was, I'm between a rock and a hard place. What I mean is all the partners are my slaves. I own their content. I control the success on, my, on our platform. For me, I am a slave master and, and own partners. Immediately, I got angry, pissed off, and honestly, I didn't want to work for Microsoft slash Mixer anymore. My manager saw my mood was not the. My manager saw my mood was not the same and decided to have a one-on-one. Within that meeting, I told her I was angry and why her using that analogy was not okay. She decided to defend her statement, and even had the nerve to Google that analogy to prove that to prove why it was okay. After, after Google showed her it was never okay to use that analogy. She told me I need to work on myself. If I wanted to go far in this industry, I need to work on my emotions and feelings and similar comments. After the meeting, I knew I was leaving. Third instance, I reported my entire experience to a, to a skip level manager. 
I also included examples when my ideas and meanings were passed on. When said ideas were exact from my white colleagues, the skip level never reported any of the slavery comments to HR. So when I spoke to HR, they were surprised and said this was this had never been communicated. After that meeting, I resigned a few weeks later. In the fourth instance, I spoke with the legal team to start an investigation with my manager. The investigation would even would continue even though I decided to terminate my employment. Months go by without a verdict. One day late. One day late last year, I get a call from the legal team with their final findings. That finding was not guilty. The reason my manager was not penalized and the reason she still has a job today is because she cannot be racist. The reason she cannot be racist is because she hired a black person. This is why you haven't seen me in any streams. These four points are the, are the reason I do not and will not support Mixer. Now I have to now I have a lot of close friends at Mixer and I don't want you to think that they're all bad. One of the main people calling the shots have zero respect for partners and not their platform. She believes you are all her slaves and own and she owns your future and content. I stood up to her because I refuse to let anyone be classified as such, and I hope no partners feel bad I did so. I do not care how big how big a company is or their market share. If we do not have the same values, if you cannot be intelligent to know racism isn't tolerated, then I will not work for you or your company. So this is that's pretty much what Vulture meant when he was talking about the meeting with Phil Spencer. Because then Phil, Phil Spencer tweeted at him to have a um you know a meeting to talk about it, and then I think that same day, if not the next, Mixer fucking closed down. So it's like it's like word like so you're just gonna get away with that. Like someone re- literally called their fucking partners their slaves, and y'all just gonna close down. It's like all right, let's just move on. And so it's it's very it's it's really fucked up. It's really fucked up because it looks like now people are talking more about the mixer shutting down than what happened. Don't get me wrong, there's still people talking about this because it is at one point trending. But now it's like they're kinda of like just, you know, reflecting the situation onto mixer getting closed down and that's like super fucking trash. And it's like not only are you clo- not only you closing down immediately with bad taste but you just conveniently closed down when someone made that fucking wild remark is 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 very is very fucking tragic uh yeah mixer <laughs> we that is soon can't talk about it incessantly on this podcast anymore <laughs> yeah like i as y'all know we fucked up we talked about mixer a lot but the only time we'll be talking about it is probably to fucking completely shit on it now or just completely just not talk about it and move on to better things because that was just fucking hella trash. That is an analogy to refer to dead things. <laughs> that is... Uh, so... So I what what I didn't pick up on is is when he posted that thread uh, uh in relation to the meeting because I, I didn't I didn't see when when that uh that thread was or uh, that uh, the 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 thing he posted was posted. Um, when did Mixer? When when was the announcement? No, the announcement like, was, was it was a day later. He posted that the twenty first. Uh, Phil Spencer commented that same day, and then the next day they shut down. Huh. Now, it might not. Okay. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It probably was no correlation between it, because I mean, you know behind the scenes it had to be I won't say like a long time coming but it had to be talked about 
Unless it really was just a fucking spur in the moment thing, but it's just way too convenient that that was brought up and they kind of like shut down. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I, obviously, like uh, Phil Spencer has come out and said uh, the decision on the future of Mixer was not caused by the post from. Uh, uh, oh, he did. Oh, okay. Kaylee. Yeah, yeah. He he has a tweet right here, and then like uh, Millie also responds by saying, uh, "Also thanks." Phil for the chat today. I look forward to hearing the updates about the issue we discussed and the actions you will continue to take for inclusion and diversity at Xbox uh, slash Microsoft. Um, and apparently that has led to uh, Natalia uh, Natalia Domingo, which is the person, who, the, the boss that he was talking about. Um, it looks as if she is on the social media run. Uh, a lot of times whenever something like this happens, People, they tend to completely delete and erase their presence on social media. And it looks like she has done just that. Uh, they are they are trying to get the uh, fired Natalia Domingo uh, uh, hashtag trending. And it looks like it looks like it's working. Uh, it, it's not it's not like trending, but it's, it's definitely she's she's on. She's she deleted everything. Uh, so uh, it, it looks like they're definitely uh, doing something about that and about her and and her really weird comments. Man. Oh my god, that that was exhausting to, to hear. Yeah, that shit is like that shit is super trash. Oh my goodness, fucking mixer, bro. That fucking so that shit is. Uh, I don't know. It's like people are just. It's it's, it's like I don't know. Like people are so fucking racist and then with a time like this to like say shit like that exposing the kind of person you are it's like it's 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 fucking it's so it's terrible bro it's terrible mix mixer uh mixer was was something that i was i was also rooting for i was really um because like uh, how, how did we find that do you remember we found it when it was uh beam when it was beam that's right yeah. that's right it used to be it used to be beam and we we made our accounts and and we tried it out and it was the first pla- it was, I think it was the first platform that had that like like zero latency right mm-hmm. it was the first platform that had that we lost our minds over that and and we just we we wanted the the best for that and it just we it, it's just like you guys said like we were always waiting for for it to to get its moment to to get its chance to to actually shine and and it just it its life was a short. It, it did not it did not make it uh i'm i'm kind of I, I, i'm not interested in facebook gaming at all but if they are gonna if, if they, since they're doing this anyway i feel like they might as well just like like do everything they can to help improve facebook gaming uh first of all make the platform give it the dark mode <laughs> that, yes. was the, that was the first thing that me and Grab said when we hopped on. It was like, ah, ah, where's the dark mode? Because <laughs> it and is. You also make the app have the picture-in-picture thing. Yeah, minimize yeah. it and do other stuff on your. Honestly, phone. um, what I could say is they uh, they have um, they I guess they did take it upon themselves. Oh my god, I'm like I'm in somebody's stream. They took it upon themselves to um clean up the site so like if you go to facebook gaming now i don't know how to how you get to it i don't know if you do facebookgaming.com or just google facebook gaming but the gaming section of it with people stream is a lot more cleaner um there's you know there's a home you can browse games browse streamers um check people who you're following 
it's a more cleaner way to go live besides this fucking overly complicated way like it used to be. Um, they have like a mixer slash Facebook gaming where, you know, people who are moving over, you can sign in. But the whole UI, like as much as I'm still not really going to be, I mean, I do watch like two people who are on Facebook gaming, but I don't like actively go. Like if they're streaming, then they are and I'll stop by, but I'm not like on here looking for people. But like they did make it look a lot cleaner. Like it's more, it's easy to navigate. It's easy to like go in people's streams, but the big pet peeve uh, why people won't come over is because no one likes to go into a stream and then you chat and then your fucking real name is there. That's yeah. like the yeah. uh, main reason why people don't like it. But they did clean it up for people who do care for it. But I mean, honestly, YouTube need to do this. If YouTube do does what Facebook Gaming did as far as their UI, then YouTube would be another beast. But I know yeah. Facebook had like solid numbers as far as streaming but where where are they in comparison to like youtube and twitch were they um, even like facebook is like, um it is which is crazy facebook i hear is uh, uh another easy way to kind of like make money only because there's their level up program as far as uh gaining monetization and the um whatchamacallit the uh I can't think of a word, but when you in schools used to use it a lot, or like the, the like oh, bloated numbers, inflated, inflated. Yeah. There we go. Inflated. They're inflated because numbers. Everybody, everybody they, yeah, they do that. They use that to their advantage. They're inflated, they're inflated numbers because people mm-hmm. do support. And then with ads being like the best thing on Facebook, because I'm I'm not sure how many of you like use Facebook, but I use Facebook a lot, and ads are like really like dominant on on a feed so people are I'm not, I'm not saying streamers are paying for ads to get out there but there are times where like streamers do do that so get, getting money on facebook is one of those like one of them things where you know it's it's pretty easy to do and that's why facebook gaming is uh at a large but compared to like youtube and twitch you know we all know twitch is a big dog but i guess compared to youtube and facebook gaming i'm not too sure uh, YouTube's partnership, in a sense, is a little bit harder to get to because they don't have an affiliate program like Twitch, Mixer, and Facebook has. So the only way for you to monetize is if you have, well, I think, 2,000 subs and like 4,000 hours watch time, something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a little bit harder to get to than like Twitch's three viewership and you have to stream for like the week or Facebook's kind of, I think they have like the same same thing. So making money is easy on there, but... It's like I said, people don't fucking respect Facebook gaming. Like, I'd rather go <laughs> yeah. on YouTube or Twitch to watch. Like, go on YouTube to watch a stream or Twitch. I mean, sorry, a video or stream, and you go to Twitch to stream. I'm, I'm on Facebook to talk to people and laugh about shit. I'm not chilling on here to watch somebody stream. Yeah, like I'm, I'm on here right now, and this is tough to look at. <laughs> um, yeah, I looked at it the other day, and I just, uh, I could do it. And they and they still have that finger claw, iPad PUBG guy who's playing who who uh, edited his footage and then live stream. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! This is this is this is Facebook gaming. Yeah. So yes. unfortunately, yeah, we'll see what the future of streaming is. Um, for me, I just want I just want Facebook to fucking just like do their thing. I mean, sorry, no, 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 whoa, 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 sorry. <laughs> I want YouTube to do their thing. I really want YouTube to be the 
the fucking competitor. I want them to fix their UI, maybe come up with a way to affiliate streamers, make it a little bit more accessible to streamers because like I you know, a lot of mixer streamers who left Mixer, I know are coming to YouTube. Some mostly are going to Twitch, but the ones that I some of the ones that I watch are going to YouTube gaming. So I can have more of a reason for people to watch people on, on YouTube. But I feel like YouTube is the only other option to compete with Twitch. Because no one's going to take Facebook seriously. And YouTube is, already has its um already has its power. But it's the fact that it's owned by Google is that that's like so much going on, man. That's weird. Oh boy. Um <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like a lot to take in. Like it is. It honestly really is. Like I just try to like fucking take it piece by piece, and especially because like the way that it happened was just so abrupt. Like they just didn't warn anybody. They're not like, hey, you know, we're having some issues in Mixer. This could shut down after a while. Or hey, at the end of the year, Mixer's gone. They're like, no, this is over. Y'all are getting evicted. You got a month to move your stuff. Yeah, it's like wild because I don't know if we've really seen like a whole platform shut down like this. I mean, obviously, you know, Hitbox or whatever, but nobody cared about Hitbox. But <laughs> I didn't even know Hitbox shut down. I completely forgot about it. Fucking uh, <laughs> Hitbox, yeah. Yeah, they shut down a while back. But it's like Mixer had like a lot of promise, and so to see all of these content creators, especially because I feel like a lot of people were just starting to figure it out over there. A lot of content creators now have to go find new homes. And that, that's going to be the interesting part. Because it's like I, I was telling somebody else before. There was a lot of streams on Mixer where you could definitely tell the person was new to stream. And we've talked about it on, on this podcast before. How people didn't really have a good grasp of streaming etiquette on there. Well, not everybody, but a, a fair amount of streamers on there didn't have a good grasp of streaming etiquette. And they would do things like you said of uh, one streamer who had a bot that like notified people whenever you unfollowed. Um, yeah. Like weird things like that, that you wouldn't see on most of these other platforms. You definitely wouldn't see it on Twitch. So it'll, it'll be weird to see what they do on other platforms and how they survive. Yeah. Especially if some of these people go to Twitch, this just is going to be over for them. <laughs> I don't have any faith for some of these people if they move to Twitch. <laughs> right. It's just, they're just going to have to go to YouTube or just tough it out with Facebook. Eh. Mm. No, I don't know, man. It, it'll be super interesting. I feel like a lot of these people are going to fall off. I wonder if they get like a special like icon that shows that that they that they came from Mixer or something like that. I would hope, but I doubt it. Yeah, I think they just get like a Facebook check check mark. That would that would be that would be cool if they if they could like like everybody everybody who 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 would go from like even if they didn't have any views like just just to show that you know they came from they came from here. Right. Yeah. Hey, bro, that sucks. Here, have this. Yeah. Did 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 Mixer even have clips? Like, did they make it that far? They did, but you had to um, be partnered. What happens to the clips? Like, all get deleted? Most likely. They um, 
I know, like, Facebook game. I mean, fucking site had clips. I don't know if YouTube has clips, like YouTube gaming, but I know um Facebook gaming has clips and all that other shit. But Mixer, yeah, they were just lacking in features, big time. It's like no one fucking understood. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the podcast, guys. Thank you all for checking it out. Um, before we head out, um. I um I think I make this announcement in the other episode, but if I'm repeating myself, I apologize because I don't know if I did it in the in the previous episode as, uh, or the one that got deleted. But um the future of the game's website is uh temp is down to further notice. Uh we I chose to close it down because um we didn't have enough like manpower to write uh, to continue to write articles on the website. It became like too much for me personally because um. Around that time of starting the website, I was a little bit more uh, into YouTube videos on top of streaming, on top of making articles, on top of, you know, just life in general. It, it just became too much. And we didn't have, we don't really necessarily have a team to, for people to write articles. So the website is down to further notice. Uh, maybe in the future we'll, um, you know, if we get people to do that, we'll get it back up. And also financialist, financial um, problems behind it because uh, to host a site in the shop because we also had the shop up there was uh pretty pricey every month so we you know we save money with that too so that's down for a while uh so the patreon the patreon stuff will be modified the, the perks will be modified but you know it'll still be up there and also shouts out to the patreon supporters um and yeah anybody else got anything to say before we end yeah. uh yeah Go oh, ahead. Connect on. No, you go ahead. Uh, I think it's better if you go first. Oh well, I was just I was just gonna uh, say uh, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate being on here. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just thank you guys for having me on. All right. You know what's you know it's funny because I felt like I don't know if y'all watch Family Guy a lot, but there's an episode where like uh, I think they were trying to get Peter off of something, and he's like Baba Booey, Baba Booey, and I was just like I was waiting for someone to say that. What you say? What you gonna say, Vulture? <laughs> No, I was just gonna say, uh, don't forget to harass Connect on his YouTube video uh, about Ninjala. Uh, go there and make fun of him about how he's playing a beta, but he passed it off as an actual game. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't say. And you know, make sure you know, give him those views, but make sure they're all negative comments. It's in the description. Like, do we not read descriptions anymore? Like, how often do Do you not views? Do you read descriptions on YouTube videos? You know, yeah, do you read descriptions in YouTube videos? Because like it, it seems like nobody does anymore. <laughs> we oh would say God. leave a comment below, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean they kind of uh, can if they if they listen it on Anchor. Let let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah, but thank you guys for uh chilling. Shouts out to Connect for joining today's podcast, and we will catch you guys later.